Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Season 3, Episode 4. For the Daily Intermission Podcast. I got a little creak in my headphones. Nate, you got that? What is it? Like some creaking Static-y? going on? Yeah. yeah. I think it's with this mic being rogue. Okay. Well, we're, yeah, we're going to have to get that fixed. That's just my bad. I just keep forgetting it. Nate's holding his mic for all those not watching on YouTube. But Nate, how are we doing? Not bad. My parlay was an absolute dog water fest yesterday. I didn't get a one game right. No five lag. Trey Lance, an absolute piece of shit. I'm going to tell you right now, the books took me... And for a lack of a better phrase, bent me over. Well, I mean, Jesus, man. It's kind of hard. Like, the Browns, like, are just shit, apparently. And, like, can't hold a 13-point lead with, like, two minutes left. Yeah, we'll get into that. The it spread was, just, was six and a half against the Jets. I know, and it looked so good for so long. But listen, folks, this is the pregame show, and it is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. TDI. At manscaped.com for 20% off, free shipping. Keep your areas of your body groomed. You know, it's the best men's grooming kit worldwide, the best tools for your family jewels. It's very versatile, as, as Nate always says. Use the code and go get yourself a new uh, new sculptor. Yeah, and as Greg said, it's very versatile. Um, it's obviously no, um, everyone knows. I use it on my face also. Yep. Um, doesn't bother me. Apparently, some people find it weird. I don't really care. It's a very versatile piece of equipment, and you should pick one up yourself. Absolutely. But, Nate, continuing on the pregame show, this is a topic. I'm not sure if we've addressed this on the show before. I think we have. But say you go into a subway. Yeah. You go into a coffee shop. Yeah. It always prompts you for the tip. And for me... I've got a bad conscience and I'm like, you know what? Like I should give them something, but you know, like, especially at a subway, I'm like, why am I tipping you? That is your, like, it's not like you're, you're like, I'm sitting down and you're asking for my order. And then you're going back, you're preparing it. It's nice. And then you're bringing it back and you're giving your, you know, you're woozing me with nice service. No, none of that's going on. You rarely talk to me. You're pretty pissed off that you're working there. And then you're asking for a tip afterwards. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me with it is <clears throat> just, you grew up without it. And then all of a sudden it's it was there. Yep. And it's like, well, I'm just so used to not tipping at, you know, McDonald's or, or you know, these establishments where it's like, I don't know, it's kind of it just doesn't seem right. Like it's not like I'm going in sitting down for a for a nice meal. But yeah, I would think that uh, in the grand scheme of things, you know, people have to earn a tip. It's service. It's and honestly, I'm more than willing to give a tip if the service is phenomenal. I say at a fast food restaurant, or if, you know, I get woozed getting my coffee, you know, asking how my day is going, you know, blah blah blah. But you have to, you have to earn a tip. I feel as if in today's society, especially when I go out to a nice restaurant, it's almost like it's expected. It's expected that they're going to make twenty percent of the bill as a tip, but you've got to earn that. Yeah. You know, like sometimes I get service, and I'm like, this, this is just no, nowhere's near. 
near tip worthy. Yeah. But I, it's just like expected. Yeah. I, t- I will tip sometimes based off service. Like if it's just an absolute shit show out there, like I'll still tip, but you're getting like 15 yeah. tops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but then if it's good, I'll go up to like 25. Yeah. But it's like. I don't know, man. Sometimes it's like, man, I just, I just physically cannot give you more than fifteen percent here. It's like yeah, you're just it's... waiting for, like, like for instance, when we were at the PGA scramble. Yes. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah, I like, mean that was, that was untip worthy. Yes, it was. You know, well, we waited almost two hours for food. We've been over. I got chicken but... wings and a Caesar. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like serve it out. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that in society today that like maybe we need to you know management at these establishments they've really got to you know you got to train your employees you got to teach them like you know it's not always the employee's fault you know it's like you've there's got to be someone leading the charge saying this is how you've got to present yourself this is this is the you know the code of conduct this is the service standard that we need to be providing to our consumers. But man, yeah, the tipping is getting out of hand, man. And and uh, I think for all those people who work in the food and beverage industry, and for people who you know receive tips because of their work, yeah, earn those earn those tips. Yeah, I'm also not big on tipping on pickup orders. If I pick something up, I'm like, yeah. eh, I'm probably skipping it. Like, you yeah. didn't really, we didn't have any interaction. No, you know, and it's I not going in, to the I, cook. Yeah, exactly. I don't think. Yeah, it's like, well, I came in, I I called, I picked up the food, you brought out the food. Yeah. It's like, am I giving you 15% for that? Probably not. Yeah, that's a kind of a gray area. That's kind of a gray area. Yeah. Is the calling in for pickup. That's a good poll question. Yeah. That's a great poll question. If you call for takeout, do you tip? Wow. I like it, Nate. I do sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I do too. Other times not. Nate, some massive news in the tennis world. Legend Roger Federer has announced his retirement. So the tennis world's obviously grieving right now with the loss of Serena Williams, the greatest female of all time. And in my opinion, the the greatest male of all time, Roger Federer. And I'll give you a few reasons why I think that Roger is the greatest of all time. We look at uh, Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic. Uh, the three of them obviously have surpassed the 20 major mark. It's crazy that those three have won you know 65 majors uh, over the last 20 years, uh, 25 yeah. years. Uh, it's just been complete dominance. But Roger had to play his prime against these guys. Yeah. You know, he had to play his toughest. Uh, he had to take on these two where it's not. I mean, Nadal had Federer for a lot of it. But Djokovic, he's kind of been tearing up without these two. So yeah. it's been so impressive, man. I mean, you, you think about Roger Federer and, and he is just the epitome of class. He is just uh, elegance. I mean, there's just a plethora of synonym, synonyms that we could use to describe Roger Federer. But man, what a what a genuine human being he is and, and what uh, what a pleasure it was to watch him play tennis. Yeah, absolute beauty. End of an era here. Yep. I mean, as you said, Serena Williams too leaving. Like It's crazy. It's just like these guys, they've been playing since we were for as long as I can remember. Yep. So it's wild to see that they're going to be finished up. It's wild. Yeah, it's a huge loss for the tennis world. But it, it feels like Roger's kind of been out of the tennis world for yeah. a while now. I mean, I don't think he's played since COVID has uh, happened. He's got a big family now. I mean, it's just that time. I mean, tennis is hard on your body, too. I mean, that's kind of something we don't discuss enough, or I guess the average sports fan doesn't. I mean, these guys are playing three-hour matches, running around. Like, it's 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 a you know underrated cardiovascular oh my you God. know. Oh, demand yeah. and and tough uh, on the knees dude. oh my gosh just sprinting stopping yep it's uh yeah it's 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 incredible but you know what we uh we tip our hats to roger fetter on an incredible career a hall of fame career and certainly my favorite male tennis player of all time yeah he's an absolute fire wagon 
Nate, there was a UFC fight on the weekend. Corey Sandhagen versus Yadong Song, the fourth and tenth ranked Bantamweights? I think Bantamweights. And um, right. anyway, Corey Sandhagen, he's a guy that I watched fight TJ Dillashaw. And I was, this was uh, about a year ago. And I was like, okay, I like this guy. Uh, he's the tallest individual in the Bantamweight. It's 135. He's almost six feet. So he's obviously a fun fighter to watch. He's He picks you apart. Anyway, uh, he ends up beating Yudong Song. They had to stop the fight due to a cut over the eye. Bad cut. Yeah, it was a bad cut. But the there was another awful cut, Nate in uh in the ufc the fight before that gregory rodriguez was fighting and this guy is one of my favorite fighters i hadn't really heard of him he fights in the 185 weight division looks like he weighs about 240 absolutely ripped and he gets caught with a knee about five seconds into the fight and i think 90 percent of the ufc is is done yeah i would say a hundred percent of people outside of mma are hospital bound i'd be going yes in a second you could see a skull or you could see an art well, it's like this like purple artery i was like because i i was looking on the i saw the clip on instagram and i was like what is that purple vein yeah and then luckily someone else had asked yeah in the comments and, yeah and yeah. then because the guy wasn't asking no no and then somebody replied and was like um it's apparently some major artery that puts blood to your eyes okay from your brain or something like that so again haven't got a medical background here, yeah. so this is from some random human guy. anatomy. Yeah, not not my forte. No, but um, you know, this is coming from some guy in the comments on Instagram. <laughs> so I mean, take it as you will. I yeah, mean, we get our, our Lena Rhodes news from Snapchat stories too. So that seems like a reliable source, doesn't it? Instagram comments. Yeah, they're pretty good guys. And I'm gonna say this actually genuinely because you don't want to go in there and, and spread wrong news because you're gonna get absolutely shredded. Yeah, you are. So, I mean, if you're going to comment that it, with a bit of confidence, I think that that guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, you'd have to think. I mean, I, all would, it, I would hope. All it takes is some guy with MD in his, not, in his name to absolutely ruin it for you. So yeah, for not sure. just throwing that out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you find a TikTok new, just, just a side note, how many chiropractors are on TikTok these days? I have not seen one. Really? No. Oh, my goodness. It's. No. It, I mean, a lot of the listeners will know what I'm talking about. I mean, the amount of cracking and and just oh, people Jesus. going on about these little rhymes. I'm a chiropractor. Yeah. But, uh, but it's like, okay, listen. First of all, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And second of all. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but the. Uh, the all right, two more each. Yeah. Um, um, okay, we're going up. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of like doctor ones where they talk all soft and stuff. It's all like, ugh. I, also, have you seen those ASMR live chats? No, what are those? That's where they, they like get into the mic and they like talk like this and no. they whisper. It's and it's just like we got like two thousand people watching. No. Oh, dude, people love that yeah, shit. Yeah, there's some odd they things. They eat into the mic and like just talk super close. It's so weird. That's a man. fetish almost. If you're taking time into your day to watch that, yeah, we need like to, a, you like might a need to go see a counselor. It's like a mainstream fetish. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous, man. Nate, uh, just finally, uh, in the WWE, something that I don't follow very closely, but Logan Paul has called out Roman Reigns, and they are fighting for the undisputed champion of the world. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, no, <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> the WWE? like The WWE hasn't been good since the ladder match for Young Donovan back in 03. <laughs> okay, okay. Have we really broke that down? On the podcast? Ladder match. I think I told you to watch it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the two of them come in and they're... I can't remember who it is. Oh, God. His name has escaped me. Someone's listening to this. It wasn't those. Hulk Hogan. No, no. It was... Um, Cena or Undertaker. I should just, I've never watched a wrestling match, by I the way. I should... I mean... But these two yeah, are fighting over custody custody of a child. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, here, let me just pull it up. I sent it to someone the other day to watch. 
Um, where is it here? Just absolutely outrageous that this went uh, down. It's Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero ladder match <laughs> SummerSlam 2005. They're doing the custody of a child. The winner gets custody of the child in the ladder match. I mean, obviously 2005. It could be because in 22 the commentary, dude. Too, it's just it's like, really and, and there's the, and there he is. He, he's a good kid. And it's just, like, it's like, well, you know, if he's a good kid, shouldn't we get him out of this environment? Yes. Uh, Should we be having a ladder match for his custody? It's unbelievable. You know, obviously, it's fake, but like, yeah, for the love of all that is holy. Unbelievable. All right, Nate, that's going to conclude the pregame show of episode four, season three of the Daily Intermission podcast. We're moving into quarter one, and we are talking about the absolute mayhem of a Sunday we just witnessed yesterday. It's the NFL, Nate. We're going to start things off with the Baltimore Ravens up 35 to 14, I do believe, in yeah. the third quarter. And Tua Talavailoga. That actually wasn't too bad. No, that wasn't. Um, the left-handed bandit. The left-handed bandit. And one thing I do want to, before we get into all the NFL chatter, this is a message for Tua Televaloga and Mac Jones. Get new wristbands, your play bands. I hate them flopping around. The Velcro's gone. I don't care if it's good luck or why you're using them. Strap those things up. I'm sick and tired of watching those things flop around. But Tua, huge game, mate. Throws for almost... 500 yards, I think 468 through the air. He has six touchdowns, two to Tyreek Hill, two to Jalen Waddle. I mean, absolutely monstrous performance to backdoor and beat the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, this Miami team, man, they're looking pretty good under this Mike McDaniels. Looking pretty wagony. Yes, they are. How Tyreek is not covered is unbelievable. I mean, it's just Hail Mary after Hail Mary towards the end zone. You don't even see the guy on the screen that he runs in, catches it. He's clear gone. No one getting him. I mean, what a weapon he is. He's Dude, just so fast. Literally just double team him and then like let someone else do it. Yeah. I think it's to the point. I like, think you have a safety or a, yeah, you have a safety umbrella over him and you have a guy play press on him and just run with him. And and, and then you, you, you give them Gasecki, you give the waddle catches. Cause this guy, I mean, it, it's just so devastating when you just get the quarterback heaving it as far as he can, 60 yards downfield, and he's just wide open. Yeah. Like, it's just such a freebie of a touchdown. Yeah, and he it does is. it every single week, it y- seems. Yeah, I know. And you're not catching him. No. It's impossible. As soon as he gets the ball in his hands, it's like, see ya. You're lucky to bring him down. Reminds me of the, the Bills Chiefs last year in the playoffs. I mean, he ran a slant, and he took it like 60 yards to the house. He's just so fast. Yeah. Oh, man, what anyway, a guy to let go. A massive win by the Dolphins. Nate, the Patriots squeak one out against the Steelers. Kind of a gong show there in Heinz Field. I know it's not called Heinz Field, but the Steelers, or the Patriots win 17-14. We predicted it. Um, the Browns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so let's get into this here. Screwed Nate. my parlay. So they're up 13 with a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter. I'm celebrating. I've got 20 bucks. On I the sent minus a text a with a check mark and Browns. Yeah. Like it was, it was done. It, it's over. It's, it's, this game is, is we're moving on to next week. And apparently Joe Flacco threw it back to 2012 and decides that he's going to hit this rookie number 17. I don't know his name right now over the middle for a post road touchdown. And then they get the onside kick and go down and score again to beat the Browns. I mean, and what the Browns had missed a kick earlier in the game too, right? So yeah, was, I, yep. Yeah, so it's, they ended up winning by one. It was unbelievable. The fact that the Browns, I mean, it's just that game right away screams don't bet on me because there's going to be something fucky going on. Yeah. But I bet on it. Yeah. And I was certain the Browns, I thought Nick Chubb was going to have a big game. Check, had a big game. Yeah, he I, did. I thought that 
Joe Flacco was going to look like garbage. When, he when did. It, when, for Chubb, a bit. when Chubb ran in the, I think he had the last touchdown. I was like, okay, here we go. We're done. Yeah, it's, it's over. done. Like, just like chill the fuck out. It was and- an absolute collapse in the last minute. The onside kick gets in. Anyway, the Jets end up beating the Browns. The Jets, I mean, I'm all over the Bengals next week over the Jets. Yeah, I think I am too, but I am going to be double-checking it for sure. Definitely. A little bit nervous. It's not like Burroughs looked fantastic here. Yeah. I was really expecting him to have a good week this week. For sure. And then kind of get me back because I I had done my three picks already for the survivor pool, but I don't know. I'm really not sure right now. Yeah, we'll get into that here shortly. But the Lions and Commanders, Nate, your Washington Commanders go into Detroit. Detroit was favorite. As they should have been. Favored. And yeah, they were the better team, man. They ended up beating them. I, I mean, it seemed like the, the it was just it was blowout, and then the commanders scored a couple. It was like keep yeah, it close. Well, they, blowout kind of kept it close. Well, when they got that touchdown and then went for two, I was like, okay, I you know what? I respect it, Rivera. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's get it going here. Like that, that was good stuff. And uh, you know, they got close and you know, not longer than five minutes, five seconds later, DeAndre Swift is in the end zone. <laughs> yeah. So that's toast. And then, you know, it's just one thing after another. I believe Wentz threw a pick later on as well. I, I, I can't quite remember. It's a, It was a jumble up of a red zone day. And then they end up scoring. Yes, they scored again. And then, and then missed the kick. Yeah, mi- yeah, that's right. They missed the kick, tried to do the onside kick, duffed it. Dribbled it three yards. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, And then it's just like, all right, well, that's that. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, it's a tough scene uh, in Washington, obviously, today. Detroit. And it's like, just quick, too. It's like, could you start your season any easier? You get the <laughs> Jags and the Lions and you pop out one and one. Like, holy shit, dude. I know. It's, uh, it's a tough scene, but that's just the classic NFC East. It's just going to be a roller coaster for those teams. Ugh. Um. Nate, the Bucks and Saints was an absolute snoozer of a game. It was 3-3 into the third quarter before Tom Brady decides to throw a touchdown and Jameis Winston just decides to, you know, look blind out there. But the highlight of the game was easily Marshawn Lattimore, a very vocal corner for the Saints, was getting into it with Mike Evans and some other receivers, Scotty Miller, and Tom Brady goes up to him, starts beaking him, and Mike Evans takes a full-on 15-yard sprint and absolutely dummies him. Yeah. Team's clear. I loved it. Yeah, it was hilarious. I mean, it, the game, as you said, was an absolute snooze. There was nothing going on until I the know. fourth quarter. It turned into a Wild West shootout. James Winston <laughs> decided he went, he went colorblind and threw three interceptions in the fourth. <laughs> Just absolutely chucking garbage. <laughs> One of those interceptions Mac Jones had too was just terrible. Oh, buddy. Oh my god, dude! It was like there was no one even near. He just like, like he, was, <laughs> he like rolled he out. On him. He rolled out and threw one. It was that, luckily a dropped interception. But man, Bill Belichick's got to be losing his mind, man. I mean, Mac. Obviously, they'll take the win, but he, I mean, he's looked worse this season than he did last season. I don't know what it is about that guy, but when I look at him, like, he's getting ready for the snap and stuff, and I'm just like, man, I just don't, he strikes me as, like, I don't feel that confident in him. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. He throws muffins, man. Well, dude, he just looks like, no disrespect here, and I know I'm not, like, the strongest guy ever, but, like, he just looks weak. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he looks like a frail little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So. All right. One more. I'd go him. Okay. Well, <laughs> Mac Jones, if you're looking for a boxing match, Nate's got you. Get you on the other um, card of the Bryce Hall. Dude, I think Colts fans are pretty discouraged right now with Matt Ryan. Speaking about oh throwing muffins, God. this guy looked like a bag of dog water. Yeah, he was dust. He was brutal, man. The Colts end up getting absolutely dusted by the Jaguars, but the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville in like seven years. 
Yeah, well, I saw. Where you heard that stat? Uh, I heard the stat where the last time the Jags shut out a team was the Colts in 2017. Okay. And the last time the Colts had been shut out, it was by the Jags in 2017. Okay. So, so I mean, the Jags absolutely dust them. Trevor Lawrence actually looked fantastic. Christian Kirk had a big game. I mean, our guy Travis Etienne, uh, who I was high on before the season, hasn't really broke out yet, but James Robinson played well. And yeah, I mean, the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are off to a one-on-one start. Trevor Lawrence making some big strides. So, and I mean, people are panicking in, in Indianapolis. I mean, two of us, we predicted them to win the AFC South. I mean, they have looked like absolute shit for yeah, the first two weeks. Good. That's for true. A tie and a loss. So we'll see what that, I don't think their schedule's getting any easier anyway. <clears throat> no, um, no, I wouldn't think. If you get Jacksonville week one or two, it's probably getting tougher. For sure. Neat, the Rams versus the Falcons. This was my survivor pick of the week. I'm like, okay, the Rams are an absolute lock. That's a it's, good pick. It's pretty much like, dude, like in the survivor pool, like there's no strategy. It's like you pick the most guaranteed win and you move on yeah. because people are dropping left, right, and center. Oh man. Yeah. How many people are out now? Oh man. I, I, I would say way the, over half. I want to look at the, I want to take a quick look. I, I forgot to check it. But uh, anyway, the Rams, the Rams are way up. They're up like, I think like 31, 14. They're like, okay, this is a lock. Block punt for a touchdown. They wanted to. They they wanted to do their best. Anyway, the the uh, the Falcons make it a one score game, and Jalen Ramsey ends up picking off a pass over the middle. It was intended for Brian Edwards. Marcus Mariota ends up losing the game for them. But man, the Rams, man, what a scare that was. What a sweat that was. Unbelievable. The Broncos ended up squeaking one out against the Houston Texans. The Raiders and Cardinals was an absolute. <laughs> I mean, the Raiders queefed one away, man. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that was dust. I'm just, I'm just, I pulled up the run your pool. I see the, I see that right now. Dude, this guy, Borecki, (laughs) is a lunatic. Week one, he took the Texans. Week two, he took the Lions. He's still going. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Shout out Brendan. Brendan took the, the Commanders week one. Like holy shit! That I've never in my life imagined. What a brilliant play to take the Texans. How about these guys that are getting by with the Colts week one with a tie? Yeah, well, that's the same as him. He got by with the Texans, right? Oh, that's yeah. right. So he takes the tie. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Colts, yeah, I'm just trying to look at like the most absurd. I mean, that had to be it. Yes. Wow! Somebody ran the Commanders, then the Giants. Oh my! I'm getting that out of the way, Mateo. Um, is that is that? Hmm? Uh, Monte Monte Teo? Uh, no, it's Matteo. Okay, I was gonna say Monte Teo. It'd be nice to have him in the mix. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um, um, I mean that 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 that's undoubtedly the craziest one is the Texans. I think no one else would have. No, ever. those are two of the worst teams in the NFL. Probably preseason pegged, but uh, Nate the Raiders Cardinals was an absolute shit show of a game. Kyler Murray ends up. He had a 20-second play where he stood in the pocket, surveyed the field, surveyed the field, and then ran into two-point conversion. They ended up getting a touchdown late to tie the game. They go to overtime. They march down. They score. Cardinals win. The Cowboys beat the Bengals. The Bengals, man, Bengals fans right now are have to be panicking. Joe Burrow has not looked fantastic. Cooper Rush ends up, they end up winning on a last-minute field goal, 20-17. The Sunday night of the Packers versus the Bears. The Packers absolutely dismantled the Bears, yeah. which we had predicted tonight, Nate, yesterday for the listeners. Eagles, Vikings, Titans, Bills. Who are you liking? 
Uh, I'm going Bills, and I think yep. I'll just roll Eagles. What is it? Kirk Cousins' record on Monday Night Football is just absolutely atrocious, is I it? believe. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm hearing from yep. uh, Arch Daddy in the chalkboard app. Okay, shout out to Arch. Yeah, shout out to the chalkboard Arch app. Arch, absolute weapon. Yeah, beauty. And uh, shout out chalkboard app as well. Get the hell in there, folks. 100%. We, yesterday was an absolute heat fest in there. 100%. Best sports group check going. Uh, links in the bio. Um, 10 people had bangles yesterday. Jay McNutt, 95, being one of them, you coward. <laughs> Nutter. Yeah. What appeared Johnny Deacon is also gone. Johnny and Nutter are gone, though. Nutter, I just, this is just a message for you on the podcast. I did want to address this publicly. If I hear any more Tom Brady slander in any group chat that we're involved in, I'm going to have to leave. This is the greatest player of all time. I get he was showing some emotion. He threw the tablet. You thought it was a bit milky. It's Tom Brady. Enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I'm on the uh, I'm on the Bills and the Vikings, so okay, yep. okay, yeah, I'm Bills and um, yeah, Eagles. All right, Nate, that was a hectic Sunday, man. That red zone is so fire to have, but uh, we're moving into no quarter commercials. two. Commercials, sick. It's commercial free. MLB talk, Nate. I was saying to you on the ride here, man. I was like, the MLB should just shut down baseball for Sundays because I mean, who is paying attention to the MLB on an NFL Sunday? I can tell you for free, not me. But we do have some news. Aaron Judge hit two home runs yesterday. Nate, he's got 59 in the year. The Yankees pretty much have the AL East locked up. Yeah. And they have just brought Pine Tar Chapman off the IL. Oh, look out, baby. <laughs> we are going to have some back catchers with some movement. Coming yes, up. we are. This guy is an absolute sketch. Nate, you got four minutes. You're going to have to take a phone call. Yep. yep. I'm ready for it. Okay. You know, it wouldn't even surprise me if the guy doesn't call. Oh, okay. It's been like two appointments. Like, I have a phone appointment with my doctor today. Nothing serious, folks. I, yeah, yeah. I remember a few episodes ago, I was thinking I was, it was nearing the end. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything serious. You're feeling I, better, I, though? I, yeah, I feel better. I'm yeah. still going to get it, like a, just a random checkup. It's like, probably because that, like, three week, or I would even I would even consider it an eight week period, July and August, was a bit of a gong yeah, show. It definitely had it. And I am absolutely uh, off the sauce completely right now, which yep. is nice. So that's as uh, am I, man. I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had a couple at the Friday. Yeah, I don't consider that. No, no, that's certainly not on the side. That's a 120 calorie vodka drink. Not even. Yeah. No, I'm. uh, Yeah, I'm just like completely nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, honest, but I mean, I I think that like you could probably you'll probably mix one in here and there, but it's like the the eight to twelve binges that you got to avoid because like it's just you just. I mean, right now, obviously, it's fun to do in the summer, and, and things happen. You know, things are going on. There's weddings. There's parties. There's yeah. there's different things going on. There's different events throughout the summer. I find this is always my my favorite time, September to January, February, just to kind of cleanse a bit. Just get yeah. off of it, you know, and, and just get healthy again, start feeling good, start hitting the grind again. And Yeah, my, and, uh, my outside plan is here to go to Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, have a Full few send it? Sun. Well, not necessarily full send it, but I'm going to have some drinks. I got to... You know, I got to double up on the family thing. Oh, yep. like, like the like the way my, my girlfriend, like the in-law thing yep. too. So uh, I'm going to do that. And then <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to say that. But, well, I'm just saying like, it's going to be two no, nights. Absolutely. Of, like, clearly there's yeah, going to be yeah, alcohol yeah, yeah. around. Like for I'm sure, drinking. For I'm sure, drinking. For sure. I'm I just found it funny that you call her the in-laws. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's really weird actually. But, um, but I mean, it is. It's true. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah, it's, it's just strange yeah. to say. No, absolutely. It's like when I. You know what? All another thing too is I think we when I you know eventually you'll call someone your fiance. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to say that. Fiance? Yeah, my fiance. Why? why? I don't. I don't know. I'll just take a little bit of like I still yeah. call people's wives their girlfriends. Of yeah. My buddies. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get used to this shit. 
I know. It's such a weird time for Nate and I. I do want to mention, like, we are, you know, in our mid to late 20s and a lot of things going on. People having kids, people getting married, people, and there's just a lot of moving parts. So, like, I, I find that your late 20s, there's people are in so many different yeah. stages of life. Oh like, I've got God. a good buddy from high school. He's got a, like, a, a, a year old child. I'm like, are you kidding me? Who? Uh, I'm get, not going to mention any names. Yeah, no, yeah, sure, I, was, I think you, I know who you mean. Yeah, you yeah. definitely do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Lives at 115. How far off topic are we right now, Nate? Framber Valdez sets an MLB record with 25 straight quality starts. I saw this headline. I had to dive into it because I had never heard a quality start. I mean, I thought that was just kind of a, you know, ambiguous term that people use. It's like that was such, just such a quality start. I figured it would be like teams over 500. Yeah. It is not. Oh, tell what it is. A quality start is when a pitcher goes six innings and and uh, gives up, serves up less than 300 runs. Sorry, I, I almost had a bit of a brain fart I was there. I going to say, I might have to call an ambulance here pretty quick. Um, So, Framber Valdez for the Astros, he set the MLB record with 25 straight quality starts. I mean, obviously, we think about the Houston Astros uh uh, rotation. We think about uh, Justin Verlander, but we also are thinking about Fram- Framber Valdez as well. who has got 25 straight quality starts. Well, good for him. That's that's high quality stuff. I think the Astros are going to be a wagon come postseason. I just, I do too. I just, they're I just a team yesterday. I don't want to play. I know. I was saying that yesterday. I was like, man, they're going to be, they're just like kind of sneaking along. Oh like, yeah. You know, you get the Ver- all the Verlander love and stuff, but like yeah. they're 96 and 51. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I say that, but like we get so much AL East coverage here that it's yeah. like almost hard to. Like even even the Dodgers, I, I could even say would be like sneaky. You just don't hear about them really. Yeah, we're yeah we're just so. The only time I do is when I watch MLB Network on DAZN. Yeah, we're blanketed up here uh, in uh, in Canada for sure. Uh, but I think the Dodgers get the Dodgers definitely get some love. They definitely get a lot of love. Um, but I, I think that the Astros would get a little less. But I think that they're definitely a threat to win the World Series. Um, eight, the Jays take two out of three against Orioles. They've pretty much locked up a playoff spot. I mean, the Orioles are now, I think, six games back, yep. six or seven. I mean, they'd have to. Re- it would have to be a royal collapse for them to miss the playoffs. They have to get that top wild card seed. You, you want to play the Guardians uh, yeah. in the first oh, round? Yes, you do, man. That, yeah. that works out really, really well, honestly, because yep. that's yeah. You want to avoid Houston and the Yankees as best possible for sure. Um, some good news out of Toronto. Need uh, Vladdy too. He said he wants to play his entire career in Toronto. That would be ideal for him. So. It's always it's always nice when uh, your top player says, you know, I love it here. You know, I'm willing to stay here. It's just a matter. Of, you're gonna have to throw the bag at him. Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking three fifty mil minimum. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that ten to fourteen year contract. Yeah, well, um, it's just, I mean, it'd be a wise decision. Yes, you know, absolutely. Like you can't just let him go. No, absolutely not. Uh, David Price is contemplating retirement. I mean, when was the last time David Price was... I mean, this guy has been just stacking Another up... Another left-handed bandit. Yeah, he's just been stacking up like $25 million a year doing nothing. Yeah, I know. Like, when was the last time this guy pitched? Like, I swear, like 2016 when he peeled to Boston. <laughs> it's like, unbelievable, man. And that guy missed so much time in Boston as well. Uh, but he ended up... Did, he did win a World Series there. Um, How many of these pitchers too just like get the bag and then have like the vintage Tommy John surgery and then you just oh yeah like, like Chris Sale yeah like you know oh he's been a bandit you know like it's absolute brutal, man. bandit dude all right Nate there's about 19 games left 15 or 19 games left in the MLB I mean I'm itching for the playoffs to start it's I'm sick and tired of regular season baseball uh, obviously we'll be watching Albert Pujols and Aaron Judge closely with the dingers that they are hitting. Um, and we'll watch in the uh, the NL and AL um, yeah. wildcard races. Just the NL wildcard. I really hope the Brewers get in over the Phillies. 
Yeah. I really don't want to watch You're Bryce not a big Harper. Bryce Harper guy, Dude, eh? Bryce Harper's an absolute tool. Yeah, you think he's a bone? Yeah, he's a bone. <laughs> he's a big-time bone, man. Such a weirdo. Mm, for sure. For sure. All right, Nate, that's going to conclude MLB talk. Obviously, we are waiting for the playoffs, and we're moving into this week's halftime show. And This week's halftime show is brought to you by the Daily Intermission. If you haven't subscribed, <laughs> uh, okay, the halftime show, we got guests of nationality this week, folks. Yep. So we give each other athletes. We've got to guess which country they are from or which nationality they play under. I think country of origin. Okay, so you've obviously got some absolute grease fest over No, there. no, Country no, no. Country going to be no, like, no, Robin no. Regeer, Brazil, <laughs> which is actually true. Okay. Which is crazy. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to start? Sure. Christian Bezaydenhout. Uh, he's South Africa, no? Boom. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 feed. We're early here. One for one. Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay. Gosh. Um... I'm going to say he's from, this is so greasy. Uh, I'm going to say he, a country in Africa. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> the name though, Sadiq. Like I haven't, you know. B-E-Y too. Last yeah, anyway. exactly. No, yeah. I think that's a fair guess. Alejandro Kirk. Kirk. Um, I'm, I'm going to say the States. Mexico. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alejandro. Yeah. 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 Um, this is a this is a bench man for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I'll, there's a few guys here I'm going to struggle with names. Uh, Facundo Campazzo. This is fucking unbelievable, dude. Well, Spain, uh, Argentina. Daniel Hunter. Um, you know I would think USA, but I'm going to go with England, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, that's never going to happen. Sabonis. Oh, Demontis Sabonis. Sabonis. Uh, where is Sabonis from? Is he from? Uh, I want to say it's. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, folks, for this stumble. Okay, just let me think here. Sure. Um, where is he from? Sabonis. Uh, it's like Romania. What is he? Portland, Oregon. Um, holy, uh, Leo Komarov. Um, he's from he, nationally Russia, but was he born in Estonia? That's unfucking believable. Yes, you're correct. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miro Haskinen. Finland. Yes. Uh, Casper Rude. That's number on... two player in the world in tennis. Uh, is that Latvia? Norway. Okay. That's on the right path here. Um, you probably heard of this guy. I'd probably butcher his name. This is PGA Tour. Uh, Thomas Dietrich? Or Dietrich? Thomas Dietrich, yeah. D-E-T-R-Y? Yeah. Yeah. Is he from Denmark? Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. <sighs> on the right path, though. Francis Naganu. Uh, Naganu. Oh, shit. He's not. Oh, man. Is he Nigeria? Cameroon. Uh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Z Cheng Du. PJ Tour as well. Be very careful here. Oh, I gotta take this call. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So we're halfway through here. Yep. I'm just gonna. I'm just I'm gonna. Just surprised you call. I'm gonna monologue here for a minute. Yeah, just because of the fact that I watch the PGA Tour every week, and he just brought out something due, and I've never heard of him. But let's just talk through this for a minute here. So, we think about. Um, I'm thinking right now, maybe South Korea. Um, China, Japan, maybe. I'm gonna have to get him to 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 uh, to re 
pronounce the name for me, but I mean, I'm getting absolutely greased right now with some of these names. Um, but we've got a few here in the, uh, in the back pocket for Nate. Um, I will mention that after the halftime show, this is kind of a little bit of a, of a uh, stoppage period, but we've got, uh, the PGA Tour and and uh, in golf world in quarter three, and then we're going to move into some NHL and NBA talk in quarter four. Um, but I'm thinking PGA Tour, or I'm thinking, sorry, uh, sorry, I'm, I got Nate in the phone back there, but I'm thinking um, South Korea is what I'm going to go with. Maybe I'll just say South Korea when we get back, and it'll be wrong. But um, but gosh, uh, I'm getting rinsed in NFL right now, folks, in the betting world. Uh, but they always say that week three is the most profitable. So we'll uh, we'll get back on the horse for week three. But if you're not on the chalkboard app, get the chalkboard app because that's where we're giving out all of our parlays. That's where we're betting on every single NFL game, all the spreads. So I haven't done up the record from from yesterday. I think we had a better week two than week one. Um, but if you're not in the in the chalkboard app, make sure you go download that. Get in the daily intermission board. Start talking sports with us. Um, gosh. So my last four for Nate are pretty big names that the listeners should get. So <clears throat> the golf world, NHL, NBA. I've never really done a monologue here. This is very weird. I need a topic to talk about. Let's talk about fast food rankings. So when I think about, I'm a big burger fan. Nate can attest this. A lot of my friends can attest this. When we go to a restaurant, I'm a burger guy. It's kind of a, you know, uh, people shake their head at times because, you know, when you go to a nice restaurant, they want to try the burger. But, uh, you know, a nice restaurant means they're probably going to have a pretty good burger. So I'm a big burger guy. But when we're thinking of fast food, which I've cut out of my diet for, you know, hopefully as long as I can. But thinking about burger power rankings, for me for a long time, it was the Big Mac. Not sure if that is number one anymore. The Whopper, very good. The Baconator, very good. I think the DQ Flamethrower is number one burger on the fast food market right now. Dairy Queen, it's always a little bit more expensive when you go to DQ, but the flamethrower, unbelievable. Um, the Big Mac, obviously pretty good. I haven't had the Grande Big Mac, um, which I've seen advertised. They, they put like, the uh, quarter pounder patty on the Big Mac. Might have to check that out sometime, but that's certainly my treat food is a Big Mac, or sorry, is a burger. Um Gotta love bacon, cheese, sautéed onions, just whatever sauce you can manufacture. A bacon jam, barbecue sauce. Onion rings is a little underrated burger topping as well. Hopefully you're not all hungry while you're listening to this. Um, but this is the burger rant of episode four, season <clears throat> episode four, season three of the Daily Mission Podcast. But uh, another thing too that. I, I wish that burgers, actually coleslaw, I will mention, is an underrated topping for a burger as well. I'm trying to think, when I worked out in Whistler in, what was it, uh, 2019, there was a great burger joint there, and um, I used to get coleslaw on the burger. It was kind of like a Subway setup, much more classy, mind you, um, but I used to get coleslaw on the burger, and it was unbelievable. Sauteed onions is such a staple, too. Um, but when I was thinking about, uh, Whistler, I was thinking about uh, a story I had. So, um, it was, I almost got fired. So I went out to Whistler when I was doing my master's of business in between years one and two. And, um, when I went out there, I was working at the Fairmont Chateau Whistler Golf Club. I was working in the pro shop. 
so everybody, all the workers in the uh, pro shop, um, were, uh, were were delegated. I think we had five hundred dollars cash uh, for our till for every year. And I mean, we're talking about like people are spending like three hundred dollars around uh, when they're playing at the Fairmont Chateau Whistler. So anyway, I'm in the uh, pro shop one day, and uh, one of my coworkers of mine, I was not a huge fan of her. Uh, she was from England. She was, you know. Anyway, she uh, she comes in and, and she says that she has lost her float, and she kind of starts pointing fingers at me. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, what? And so she's like, yeah, you closed last night, blah, blah, blah. It's gone missing. And I'm like, what is going on here? So while she, the assistant pro is in the pro shop talking about this with us, about five minutes earlier, she was bragging to me how she just bought a brand new mountain bike with cash. And so now I put these two together. She's trying to blame it on me. And I just fall on and say, how did you buy your bike? Where'd you get the cash? Anyway, she ends up crying, leaving, going home. And I had to sit down with my head pro, who was Pork O'Rourke, who is a six foot six intimidating Irish man. And I sat down and, and uh, it was the closest I've ever been fired to a, from a job. But I don't know why I brought up that story. This is a monologue, folks. And I'm still waiting for Nate to return so we can continue on in the pregame show. But we're 39 minutes in and we'll continue. What's another story I can tell for the listeners? I'll tell another great story here. Uh, I was in my second year uh, in my undergrad at Acadia. And uh, for people who are familiar with the Atlantic Canadian Universities, there's a nice rivalry between Acadia, St. of X, Dalhousie, um, SMU. Anyway, um, two of the big kind of party, you know, cultured schools are Acadia and St. of X. And so I went to Acadia and St. of X used to host this hockey game they no longer host it because it was this much of a gong show like people were full-on smoking darts in the crowd you know drinking throwing bottles of beer in the crowd they couldn't host the game on the university campus they couldn't host it at the rink because it was that much of a shit show like people were full-on just smoking in the stands like this we're talking about like 2014 2015 anyway so i go up there's a game this, they hosted this game. So it was a residence rivalry, what it was, this hockey game. It was the two biggest residents on campus would play in a hockey game. Everyone else in the school would get absolutely full-on polluted. So I went up, and uh, it was on a Wednesday night at 7. So this University of St. Evex was about three hours away from my university. But I was in the second year of my business degree at Acadia, uh, my entrepreneurship and uh, I had the toughest second year course. I had a midterm, a gru- grueling exam the next morning at, I think, 10 a.m. I decided on Thursday, I decided that on the Wednesday, I'd go up and check out this Burmac game three hours away. So I absolutely full send it, you know, enjoy the game. I think I was chasing a girl at the time. Anyway, go enjoy the festivities. I wake up with my buddy Alex Feltmate the next morning. Shout out to Felty, who ended up driving during this, this, uh, this, you know, debacle of a decision uh, to go up. And we ended up coming home at five in the morning the next morning. I make it just in time for the exam. I hadn't showered. I had barely prepped. I'd read the, you know, I was reading the textbook a little bit on the way home. I ended up getting a 65 in the exam, which ended up being like 8% over the class average. So what a rally that was. An incredible rally um, from the kid uh, in year two of my undergrad. But uh, <clears throat> Nate is absolutely still on the phone with this doctor. Minorly concerned about what's going on over there right now. Um, obviously, thought he might have had diabetes. I don't think that's the case. He's had a hernia before. Um, I don't think he's having a round two hernia. I know he's been kind of looking for Tommy John surgery. He's, you know, throwing his arm out and, and, uh, you know, I guess I can't really go into to how he's thrown his arm out, but it certainly wasn't from 
throwing. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> no, we'll uh, we'll wait for Nate to uh, to return, and I probably could have cut this and edited this, but I'm actually I'm um, enjoying the monologue here, folks. I'm trying to think of another story I can tell um, from uh, <clears throat> from either the past summer or just you know my uh, my adventure of of 28 years on this planet. But um, oh, I think he is back in the mix. To be honest, folks. And he is actually entering the building. Yes, he is. And I have been going on just rambling. I've been hearing you yapping. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay, I was hearing you yapping. Well, Nate, I'm going to go with South Korea. You're incorrect. Okay, where is he from? China. Okay, well, I did say to the folks during my monologue that it was either Japan, China, or South Korea, and I was wrong. Is that what you were doing the whole time, trying to sort that out? Uh, I did for the first 30 seconds, and then I dove into a story about me going to Santa Vax with Felty. Okay. As well as a story... Um, I I'll tell another story as well, um, and then actually it was a I, I did fast food rankings for burgers as well. Yeah, so holy, I was going a little bit, eh? Yeah, you definitely were. But uh, Nate Iga Swiatek, number one uh, female player in the world in tennis. Are we skipping? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. We're still in the middle of it. I, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten. Uh, oh, I know this. It's uh... that was a grind, man. A monologue with nothing. Yeah, I know. There's some comedians that do that stuff. I think they, Tim Dillon and Bill Burr do that. They just have a solo podcast and they just like get going. They're like, and then this woman comes down the street. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, but I mean, I, I I think I could handle that with a few topics laid out. But I yeah. literally had nothing. Yeah, yeah, well, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, um, what are you thinking here? Sorry, Swiatek. Uh, uh Is she? She's not French, is she? No, Polish. Ah, yeah, dude, I was thinking somewhere around there. Okay, this guy's in the Bellator. Oh my goodness! Uh, um, this is the greasiest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, it's life. not like I come in here every time and I get a clean slate from you. Yeah, Peter Queeley. <laughs> the States, uh, Ireland, Mbappe, France. Yep. Uh, Lars Eller, Denmark. Yep. Nice. Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, uh, Australia. Yep. Olaf Kolzig. <laughs> dude <laughs> slovakia uh he represented germany internationally but oh. he was actually born in south africa oh my yeah. I remember that from a hockey card when i was a kid i was like what anderson silva oh uh anderson silva he's from oh jesus he brazil yes yeah. and uh i got absolutely fucking rinsed i got one more for you okay uh, andre palat andre palat um <laughs> <laughs> what are you going on about? Well, I just no. Andre Palat. I see the flag. I'm gonna go Finland. Czech Republic. All right, Nate. We're moving into quarter three. I'm gonna forget about that halftime show and that whole monologue. I'm interested to see the. I'm interested to hear the feedback on that because it was an absolute Kong show. Mm -hmm. I I was so all over the map. I went into burger rankings and then I, had, I told a story about Burmac and I told another story. I forget what story I told. Um, oh, I told about when I almost got fired in Whistler. Anyway, what happened? Oh, you'll have to listen back. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to tell it again. <laughs> no. Someone's probably like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, all right, Nate, we're going to go into uh, quarter three golf. We've got Max Homa, who's won the 4-8 and eight championship for the second straight year. Uh, ended up beating Danny Willett. Chipped in on the 18th hole, and Danny Willett three-putted from four feet. Will it happen? Not today. Obviously, the 2016 Masters champion, Danny Willett, absolutely queefing. Will it happen? Not even close. <laughs> Like, holy shit, Danny. Yeah. Tap that thing in, guys. Uh, yeah, Dude, just... his second putt was a classic men's night putt. Yeah, oh, yeah. The first putt goes further, and he's taking a longer putt back. Yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> he missed it and was just like, ah, whatever. 
Um, but uh, he, Max Homa said he, he was playing with a little extra motivation. He said that uh, there were some people in the golf world telling him uh, that uh, he was uh, he was just on the President's Cup team, which is coming this week, just because um, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, we're going to have to. We're uh, going to buzz through this. We're going to have to buzz here. Okay. Uh, Ricky came top five, Nate. Uh, Robert McIntyre won the Italian Open. So the President's Cup this week, Nate. Um, Big showing by Ricky there. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've got Scheffler, Thomas, Cantley, Xander Shoffley, uh, uh, Sam Burns, Tony Fino, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Max Homa, Billy Horschel, Cam Young, and Kevin Kisner versus Hideki Matsuyama, Sung J.M., Corey Connors, Taylor Pendrith, Joe Young Kim, Adam Scott, Mito Pereira, uh, Christian Bezeta, who, uh Cam Davis, K.H. Lee, Sebastian Munoz, and Sibu Cam. Who do you like? Uh, geez, um, you know, hadn't looked at it yet. Um, but um, after hearing all those names, I, I got a little Morikawa vibe going on. Oh, shoot. This was a team event. Sorry. Oh, it's a team event. The U.S. Oh, versus oh, the oh, world. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. who do I got? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an absolute blowout, folks, in the President's Cup. But that's going to conclude quarter three. Nate. We're Again, gonna... though, I do like Morikawa. Yeah, you do. yeah, yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. Yeah, I like him to win all of his matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be a good guy. Uh, NHL NBA update, Nate, here in quarter four. Uh, we got the Jets strip Blake Wheeler of their captaincy. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there where they say him and him and Shifley are kind of dicks in the locker room. Yeah, okay. You know, I've heard a lot of stuff about that. Okay. That they're, like, kind of better than everybody. Okay. So, I mean, that could be true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely you never really know. No, when it don't. starts blinking, does it cut off? Cut off? The video? No, it means it's just getting dangerously close. Okay. Uh, Nate, the uh, Canes, uh, sorry, uh, Evander Kane and uh, the San Jose Sharks have really, have, have, Reached a settlement in the grievance yep. case. Obviously, they booted him out of San Jose, and they didn't have uh, any uh, reason to do so. Yeah. Um, Pasternak says he's staying in Boston long term, that he, he and his wife love it there. Uh, McKinnon's ex- close to an extension. Nate, what are we looking at for Nathan McKinnon's extension? Well, well like as he said, he said, it ain't going to be single digits. Yeah. He said it's going to be doubles. Uh, there's a lot of speculation I saw from Frank Zeravelli that it's going to be higher than McDavid's contract. Okay. Which would make sense. So he's going for the bag. I mean, he won the yep. cup. Get paid, dude. He's been making 6.3, 6 yeah. but... I'd see, I could see him in that 13 range. Yeah. Well, some, uh, Cervelli, again, I was watching another thing. He was talking about how I'm trying to go as quick as I can here. Yeah. He, he had his first four seasons where he was like 40 to 60 points. Yeah. And then he just like took off to 99. So he had his first four seasons were like 40, 50 points. And yeah. then he was n- up around 100 every year. Yeah. And he's like, who who goes up that high and then keeps it going? Yeah. It's like it's unheard of. So he just had a kind of a tough start. Yeah, he did, yep. for sure. He had a great rookie season, and then the next year was absolutely dog water. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, yeah. Ju- they just finally in the NBA, uh, Robert Sarver, the owner of the um, Suns, obviously, who's been suspended for a year, fined $10 million. There's a lot of heat coming. Minority owners in the organization want to, are calling for his head. A lot of the players are like, this is not severe enough. So that's going to be an interesting topic to monitor in the NBA. We're 29 days till tip-off. Nate, the fire wagon, dog water. My fire wagon of the week. I was going to go more dog water right off the get-go here. My dog water of the week is the... Cleveland Browns. I mean, you you have the game in the bag. You end up losing the Jets. Absolute dog water. Yeah, they're great dog water. Yep. Uh, if I wasn't going them, I was going with the Colts. Yes, they were absolutely terrible. Oh, yes. But I'm I'm going with the Commanders. Okay, as we broke down. Yeah, this yeah, team's yeah. Absolutely shit. Yep. Uh, you know, onside kicks just absolutely duffing them. Yep. You know, you're missing field goals from four feet away. It would appear from that back angle. You know, I know yep. it's further than that, but. Anyway, they're just awful. That's my dog water, my squad. My fire wagon's Cooper Rush taking over for Dak Prescott, getting yep. a lot of hate. I ended up beating the Bengals. I had a boy Cooper. I honestly think he might stay in the job because I'm a big Cooper Rush guy. Yeah, yeah. He had, uh, man, he had some good plays out Bit there. Bit of a fire wagon. Yeah, that's a fire wagon for sure. I'm going to go Aaron Judge. Okay. This man's at 59. Yes, He's he is. probably going to hit 60 by the next time we record, I would bet. Yeah. If he hasn't by Wednesday, I'll be taking him on live on the line. That's an absolute confirmed fact. Yes. And I did just want to get out here. 
while we're kind of in NHL, well, we missed the NHL quarter. Yeah. But uh, last year I picked the Avalanche to win. I am on the New York Rangers this season to win the cup. Holy smokes. Plus 2,000. Big year from Kako and Lafreniere. Wow. I mean, this team was up. Gerard two, Gallant? Yep. 2 nothing on the Lightning in okay. the conference finals. Like, I'm not sleeping on them. I think they're getting I'm on the Oilers year. again. Okay. I like it. Right. I like it. All right. Uh, see you, folks. <laughs> Live from New York.